2: Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your guest host, Dr. Jade Wu, and for longtime listeners, I'm also a blast from the past as a former host of the show, here to give you a mini-series on my favorite topic, sleep. This is part two of my mini-series based on my new book, Hello Sleep, The Science and Art of Overcoming Insomnia Without Medications. Here I'll help you meet sleep challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we'll tackle the busy brain, why it turns on at night, and how we can help turn down the volume and get back to sleep. At the end of your busy day, all you want to do is put away your worries and your strife. You brush your teeth, put on your cozy pajamas, and crawl into your cozy bed, looking forward to blissful sleep. But wait, did you remember to schedule that doctor's appointment? also need to get contact lens solution and grab a gift card for the daycare teacher. Is she mad at us? She seemed a little bit awkward earlier. Damn it, daycare is so expensive. What are we gonna... And so it begins. Your busy brain has turned itself on, ready to run all night on the fuel of all your worries, random musings, to-do lists, philosophical questions, embarrassing memories, and monologues about insomnia. It feels like a troop of monkeys is just jumping around in your brain, and the harder you try to push them out, the more excited they get. Before you know it, you've watched the hours go by on your clock, desperate and still not sleeping. This busy brain is a frustrating but common experience for people who struggle with insomnia. Even for people who usually sleep well, the occasional night with it can feel like a battle in which you're just losing your mind but fortunately, we're not totally at the mercy of these monkeys. Today, I'll share four techniques you can practice to quiet your busy brain and let it sink into sleep instead. Tip number one, take care of mental business during the day. So first things first, let's appreciate that the brain is supposed to be busy. If it weren't for its ability to constantly perceive, analyze, evaluate, plan, create, anticipate, we humans would not be able to send rockets into space or even make fun TikTok videos. So let's not get mad at our brains for being in overdrive at night. It's simply trying to help. Our goal is to let the brain do its thing, but nudge it towards doing it at the right time, which is during the day. That means we have to take care of mental business during the day, making time to plan, reflect, daydream, and even worry. If these things don't happen during the day, they will happen at night. Now, be honest with yourself. How often do you let your mind simply wander without any screens or other distractions? Or how about write down your concerns or let your creative juices flow without interruptions? If you're always running from task to task or bombarded by stimulation, then no wonder your brain saves up its busy energy for the one time it can get your attention at night. So schedule a daily 15 or 30-minute meeting with your brain and allow zero distractions. Have pen and paper on hand if you'd like to work through your to-do list or process your worries. Or simply let your mind talk to you. As you take a walk or do something rote like folding laundry, washing dishes. When the meeting time is up, thank your mind and remind it that any unfinished business is for tomorrow's meeting. All right, so we've taken care of business during the day, setting aside time to do all the things that our brains love to get our attention about. Now, what about bedtime? As we head closer towards sleep, do tip number two, which is to transition from doing to being before bedtime. We tend to be very goal-oriented during the day. We're constantly in the process of producing something, whether it's work or dinner or some semblance of organization in the house. Sometimes we can even become too focused on productivity and lose sight of simply, you know, experiencing the moment. And if we carry this get things done energy into bed with us, our minds will keep running. Instead, if we transition from this doing mode to a slower, more mindful being mode in the evening, our minds will know the time for productivity is over and it's okay to relax now. To get into being mode, write down any unfinished goal-oriented tasks and plan to do them tomorrow. Then do something that's enjoyable just because it's enjoyable. Cuddle with your partner, play with your dog, listen to music, do a craft, take a bath, stretch, bake, anything is allowed, as long as it's not secretly a task that only feels good when it's done, like answering those last work emails. You can start being mode whenever you'd like, though I recommend at least 30 minutes before your usual bedtime. All right, so we've walked through what to do during the day and during the evening, which is to finish unfinished business, you know, set aside time for our brains to process what it needs to and switch to that being mode. After the break, we'll come back and talk about what to do when none of that seems to have made a dent and your brain is still really busy in the middle of the night. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. let's keep talking about how the busy brain can be taught to turn down its volume so we can get back to sleep more easily. Tip number three is to get out of your head and into your body. So what if we had a particularly exciting or stressful day and no amount of candlelit baths could get us fully into relaxed being mode? Now that you're curled up in bed and ready to sleep, your busy brain seems to catch even more momentum, and before you know it, your thoughts are going 100 miles per hour. Notice that during this racing mind experience, you are everywhere and every when. You might be imagining the future, reliving the past, wondering about a news event on the other side of the globe, or even having an imaginary argument with your partner lying right next to you. You are inhabiting so many places and times all at once that it's impossible to rein in your mind. But you know what can only exist in one place and at one time? Your body. So let's use the body as an anchor to get back to the natural sleepy cues that come at night. My favorite method is the body scan meditation, a simple but really powerful redirection for your mind. You simply walk your attention through each part of your body, taking your time to non judgmentally notice any sensations in your toes, your feet, your calves and shins, your knees, and so on, working your way up. You're not trying to change or analyze anything. You're simply noticing your body. If any thoughts sneak through, no problem. Just notice the thoughts, gently set them to the side when you're ready and get back to the last body part you were noticing. Both your body and mind will slow down and become readier for sleep. And that brings us to tip number four, which is simply to not force it, to just enjoy the extra me time during the night. Sometimes you'll have done a great job of taking care of mental business during the day, transitioned really smoothly from doing to being in the evening, and capped the day with a lovely body scan meditation once you got into bed. And still have monkeys bouncing around, your wide-awake mind. That's okay. If this is happening often, you may be going to bed too early, before you've saved up enough sleep drive, or before it's your circadian system's preferred time for sleep. Trust your body and go to bed when you feel sleepy. If you're waking up during the night with a suddenly racing mind, that's okay too. Don't worry that waking up at night is bad for your sleep. It's actually a really natural part of sleep architecture. But if you stay in bed and keep trying to shut down the racing mind, you're not only going to lose the battle, but the war too. Because your brain will learn that the bed is a frustrating place and become even more likely to get revved up here in the future. So instead of working so hard to get back to sleep, just get out of bed or even just sit up in bed and turn on the bedside lamp and do something enjoyable to redirect your busy brain. You can read, you can use your phone, you can knit, stretch, whatever you'd like enjoy this extra me time, and go back to bed when you're feeling sleepy. Don't specifically do boring things to trick your brain into falling asleep, because you know what? Boring feels bad, and you'll just become frustrated all over again. Remember to trust and sleep. It will take good care of you, even if it's not going perfectly according to your plans. Now you may wonder, Well, what are the sorts of activities I should do when I get out of bed during the night? Well, here's a bonus tip for today. Listen to a podcast or audiobook to redirect your mind. One of my personal favorite nighttime activities is listening to an audiobook or podcast. And I'm not just saying that because I'm currently podcasting. Well, this way, I don't have to turn on a bunch of lights and disturb my partner, and I get to catch up on something that I never seem to have enough time for during the day. So even on the occasional night when I've been awake for hours, it didn't feel really bad because, you know, I got to find out who the killer was and it wasn't the butler uh, in a fun plot twist. It all boils down to this. Don't fight against your mind. Work with it. Show it some compassion. Instead of doing battle against a mind full of hyperactive monkeys at night, give it more constructive outlets during the day and transition from doing to being mode before bed. Get out of your head and into your body. And last but not least, enjoy that extra me time you get at night when your excited mind invites you to play. Thanks for listening to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Jade Wu, and you can find my new book, Hello Sleep, The Science and Art of Overcoming Insomnia Without Medications, on bookshop.org, Amazon, or on the shelves at your local bookstore right now. And make sure to tune in for more sleep advice next week. We'll be talking about when to follow sleep hygiene rules and when to ignore them. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Ricky with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends.